Let's talk about positive or negative self-talk. How you speak to your friends and your family and your dog and your journal is how you speak to yourself. And on the other side of that, how you speak to yourself is going to be how people view you. Let's let that sink in. How you speak to yourself, the words you choose to use, the the language that that you decide to use, the um, the tone of voice with which you speak to yourself. What's that internal monologue actually sound like? It will show in all of your relationships, your dealings with people, and and everything else. So, if your life is a, a spiraling um, tornado of misery. Before you you go and try to change the people around you, look inside and change the way you speak to yourself and see if maybe something is going on in there that you got to deal with first. <clears throat> So try this. When you get upset about something, who do you blame first? Some people would would immediately apologize, right? To to people around them. You start apologizing to other people because you're upset about something that you did. You have no idea if the person who is on the other side even gives a shit about the thing you're so upset about. And then the moment you apologize, you come off as this person who always apologizes, who always feels sorry for themselves. It comes down to ownership. Are you owning those feelings or are you letting them own you? Are you taking control of the things around you or are you letting circumstances dictate what it is that you feel? So what you can do is, one, find the positive. In everything that you do. Like, yeah, shit happens. Things go wrong. Things are difficult. Things get dark. Things are traumatic. And I mean serious things. Like, people could be dying around you. You could find out you have some, like, terminal illness. You could get into a car accident. And yet you can still take ownership over the moment and you can still talk positively to yourself because there's only one thing that you can control and that is your reaction to the thing that's happening. You can't control anything else. So if for some reason you have to cancel plans that you had with a friend, let's say, like, yeah, maybe they were 
hoping to see you. Maybe you were looking to have a good time, right? Maybe you were looking forward to this for a while, but for some reason you had to cancel. Do you need to go into the long explanation about why you have to cancel? And is that long explanation going to be showing your good side or your like the strong side that you have? Like, yeah, I got to deal with this thing, so I got to cancel. Sorry. Or are you starting to make all the excuses about why this is going to ruin your life or, or make all the justifications, thinking that this is the, the worst of it? And the effects of this might be subtle at first. You might not even understand them. You might not notice them at all. But you will feel certain things because of the words that you speak and the words that you write down and, and everything you do. This is exactly how the brain arguably the rest of the body, the gut, right? The biome. It's how, how it works. Your thoughts are what control the emotions, not the other way around. The problem is we're programmed and developed over time to think a certain way. If this, then that, right? There's a certain reaction that goes with every possible event, right? Something goes wrong, you say, oh shit, I screwed up. I'm such a bad person. There's no way I can do this better. Think about all of the words <clears throat> that you say in those situations. Now, how do those actually make you feel? When you, when you uh, hear these words, when someone else is speaking these words, just nonstop, or even when you're reading them. <coughs> What's the <coughs> imagery that comes to mind? What's the mental image? Now we flip that around. Okay, got to cancel plans. Too bad. Really wanted to do the thing. I also know that I have to get this done instead. Something came up that I need to take care of. Or even better, something came up that I'm going to take care of. Or even better, something came up that I'm taking care of. Because that translation will lead to action. And then it's done, it's over, you never have to deal with it again. And the person on the other side who's hearing you say, hey, I got to take care of a thing, so I have to cancel plans. But we can reschedule. Right? Those, those words are going to be a little bit better. You know, We could do a better job even there. They're going to look at you with respect, with admiration. They're going to be motivated by what you just said. And actually feel good about the fact that you canceled plans. They'll feel good about the fact that you made a decision. Instead of letting 
something else make a decision for you. Now, there's a lot of science that says humans do not have free will. We are merely a walking bag of chemical reactions. Hormonal imbalances and signals sent to and from the brain are going to dictate how we think, how we speak, what we do, the action we take. Except, and think about this like a computer, because your body runs very, um, very similarly. There's a back door. There's a cheat code. There's ways to hack this. And it's by looking at both sides of the coin, like I talked about in our episode yesterday, or whenever I post this, I recorded it yesterday. If you only look at something from one perspective, you'll never fully grasp the big picture. And you'll be stuck, you'll feel stuck, you'll feel broken. So let's enter in the cheat codes. Let's take the back door. When you have to say anything to someone, before you type it in, before you write it, before you speak it, think about how you can make it positive. There's a few tricks here. Um, I'm not an expert yet in this subject. There are a lot of people who are. You could look up a guy named Mark England from Procabulary, or he found he created Procabulary. Teaches you about architect language versus conflict language. Conflict is when you speak and the person on the other side has a bad taste in their mouth, essentially. Like, I don't want to talk to you, man, if all you're going to do is bring down the mood. Architect language, on the other hand, is something that creates, right? Like an architect. It inspires, it motivates, it brings people to want to speak to you, want to hear you, want to be part of your existence, If you have any opportunity to do this, just change the words you use and the language that you speak, and all of a sudden, things will start to change. The people around you will suddenly be smiling. The people around you will suddenly be thinking very highly of you, and they're going to want to support you on your journey, you need to make the fucking decision to either do something or not do something. Either way, it's your choice. It's not your emotions that take control and tell you how to feel or tell you what to do. That's not how the game works. That's not how the the robot bodysuit that you're in works. Take the time to 
practice this because it's not going to happen today. It does take a while. And in the beginning, you will first speak on the negative side with the conflict language, and then you will translate it. Over time, you will only see the translation. You will only see the architect side of things. And take a picture right now of your face. And if you do this in six months from now, take a picture of your face again. I bet it'll look brighter and happier. And with that, what else would reflect? How else would you feel? What else will be better in your life? Try this now. Let's see how it goes.